Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what topics are you going to cover today, my friend? Ryan, this week, we're going to get as close to discussing sports as we've ever gotten oh, shit. without really discussing sports mm-hmm. themselves. And we're going to party like it's 1990 and nerd out over a telescope in space all over again. Let's go. What about you, Ryan? I think we're talking about the same thing because I'm talking about Brian Flores and racism in the NFL. Who saw that coming? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I try to make science more palatable with a little bit of stupidity, Tyler. Ooh. So let's get started with the show. I have an idea for a business, Tyler, and, and maybe this isn't the best way to bring it up because I guess we're there's some poachers waiting to hear what sort of brain nuggets we fart out on air. You mean like you stole my genius idea? What's that? For when global warming finally makes the sea levels uh, rise, yes. overtake all the buildings, we're going to do a tour of fallen cities. Right, scuba tours mm-hmm. right down here in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are being sold at thoseguysyouhate.com. Mm-hmm. But this one's a little bit different, Tyler. And I'm not talking about a little tiny dryer that you put in your bathroom so when you get out of the shower, you have a warm towel. I'm not talking about- it's like a bathroom microwave. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about a pedal that you step on that opens a bathroom door so you never have to touch anything. That's right. I'm talking about- Something that's popular already. Oh, you, okay. You know what's huge right now? The DNA thing. Uh, what What are some of those businesses? Well, you have uh, 23andMe. Sure. You have Ancestry.com. Sure. There's a few of them out there. Right. And what those do, you, you swab your cheek, you send it in, they run that specimen through a lab, mm-hmm. and they tell you where your family is from. It's all the genetic markers. Yeah. And what- you can trace the lineage of your family and it's gotten so uh, so accurate now that they connect you with other people that you're actually distant like cousins from or whatever. And that is where this is perfect. Okay. Because okay? I'm going to piggyback off of somebody else's idea and I'm, I'm just going to tweak it just enough to where it's now become my Ooh. idea. Now, why do you think that people are so obsessed all of a sudden with figuring out where their lineage is? I'm an means I'm 118th black. I don't know if you- <laughs> No, you're not. I am. <laughs> I am. No, you're not. Yes, I certainly am. There's, I dare you to talk to somebody who is actually black and say that with a straight oh, face. They don't get to decide. <laughs> they don't get to decide what I am and what I ain't. So, so my question to you is, why do you think all of a sudden, is it just because the technology is now here, or do you think that where our minds are now, it's more interesting now than ever? Well, I, well, I think- the very idea that what you said initially, the technology is here, the fact that it's become so affordable and so um, available to everybody, because you do it from your home. You mail sure. it out and you're, and you're good. Yeah, it's not even drawing blood at this point. Nothing, and that's why I'm, I didn't do it. If mm. it's not drawing blood, I'm not interested. Sure, I get it. And, and yeah, and so since it's become so available, now people are realizing like, man, I can learn about my family tree and where I come from and maybe something about myself that I didn't know very easily. Don't do it. It's a trap. Yeah. Self-discovery yeah, yeah. is the quickest way to the grave. Somebody... <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, maybe self-discovery and then going onto WebMD to look up the symptoms. After 13 (laughs) years old, my self-discovery has been all downhill, man. So all I'm going to say is now that technology is out there. It's so much easier. We don't need to invent the science. It's already here. Oh, yeah. So now in my line of work, what I'm thinking, because this has gone well, but Tyler, I need to get rich and I need to do it quick, bro. Like mm. I can't. I, I've got creditors. I've got debtors. Do you? I got need babies, mamas. No. JG Wentworth <laughs> will not return my calls. I mean, that is. It's, it's a very, very specific joke. That goes in the pantheon <laughs> of famous commercials, right? Is uh, that just a South Florida thing? I don't know. Call JG Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. JG Wentworth, send me some cash now. Workout banger. So here's the thing. We've already got that up and running. And now, like you said, it is now forming like a network of your family, right? Yep. And they already have the technology that could link you together. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's take that the next step further, okay? They send you all of the information of the people in your family, okay? They line it up. Now, in my thought process, you're looking at these pictures, you're going over the information, you're swiping left or right, baby. Mm. Incestry.com, Tyler. Incestry.com. 
We bring all of the family values together without making you do any of the hard work, except for the hard work. What do you think about that, Tyler? Unfortunately. We're from Tennessee. This could work. Unfortunately, there is a legitimate thing called genetic attraction, and that would cause I got that. some serious problems I got for that. people. Please, bro. Please. That's the thing. These babies are all being born without any sort of weird mutations, and they don't know how hard we used to have it in the Appalachians, Tyler. For those- <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? I do. Look at I, you with all your teeth I, I, and limbs. You, you don't understand how hard life really is. Your large frontal lobe. Look at this guy thinking through things. For those that don't know, genetic attraction is what happens when people and families are separated for big amounts of time, large amounts of time, and then they are reintroduced to each other and they develop a sexual attraction to one another. Now, what does that have to do with being apart from one another? I, I've never heard of this. I, I would assume because you don't spend all that time developing that father-daughter bond, that mother-son bond, whatever it is, when you meet, your body misunderstands those chemicals and it becomes a sexual attraction to the point where that is ruined families. Literally ruin families. Now we don't have to wait for our family members to get caught in the dryer anymore, Tyler. My name is Ryan. <laughs> My name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Army and welcome to another one of these. And Tyler, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I am so happy to see you here in this room. We got got stressed out this week. There's a lot of things going. I say this every week. It's not easy to put a podcast together, especially when we're working under four days a week. Every week we show up and we get this thing done. Yes, that is very well said, and we need to give ourselves credit, even though all I want to do is make fun of us. Absolutely, and all I want to do is go crawl in bed because I feel like (laughs) shit. Tyler, speaking of crawling in bed, how often do you dream? How often do you remember your dreams? Oh, I was going to say, I dream every night. How often do I remember? I knew you were one of those people, so I clarified very quickly. Thank you. Well, actually, guy, at his fullest form. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Pedant through and through. I love that. I, um... I go through these really weird phases where I'll, you know, arbitrary number, um, I'll do like a month where I remember all my dreams and then, and then uh, for like six months, nothing, nothing. Yeah. And and I'm the same way too. And I believe that there's ways that you could train yourself to remember your dreams better by writing them down, just being very cognizant of it right when you wake up, when you remember them the most. I never remember my dreams. Mm. I wish that I did. Mm. I, cause I feel like you could tell a lot about somebody by their dreams, right? That's a that's a belief. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, without getting too kooky with it, I think the stuff that you're thinking in your dreams is relatable to whatever you're going on in your life. It's even your though, subconscious trying to communicate, or do you think it's just going through the information? It's going through whatever's most prominent to it at the time. The problem with the dream analysis is that you get such a broad spectrum of what people actually think. It's such an inexact science. But I'm going to ask you about one specific case, okay? And if I just may touch on that, the Mm -hmm. brain is ostensibly infinite. And we try to filter it through the uh, language of, in our case, English. And it just really doesn't do it justice. But what do you mean by infinite? Like, what does that mean? The brain can almost, can think of almost anything. It could literally go to the ends of the universe in terms of thought and coming up with things. So whatever it chooses to think about that night is obviously very important to it. Okay. But sometimes it's filtered through like, oh, I was in Marshmallow Mountain and sure. I was talking to the pink rhino. You know, right. it, it's, it, you can't filter it through the prism of language because it doesn't really work that way. Well, some of them, I think, are more direct. I think some of them are, For sure. are, are less abstract. For sure. And tell me what you think about this one. I have a good buddy of mine. We work together. And he started describing one of his dreams to me. Now, the issue is, much like your fantasy football team, much like the pictures <laughs> of your kid, I don't fucking care about your dreams, okay? Like, nobody's fucking interested in that. Keep that shit to yourself. God damn, dude. What What is it? I think that's a bit of a strong take. What? Those first two things, fantasy football team and especially your children, you're right. I don't give a shit about them. No, thank you. And if your kid's having a dream about fantasy football, (laughs) I'll sock you in the mouth. But but in terms of your dreams, some of them can be interesting. Nah. If somebody tells you you were in my dreams last night, you're not, you don't peek up a little bit. Okay, but now the story is about me. That's an entirely (laughs) different thing, Tyler. Apples and oranges, you know what I mean? I really cornered you on this. (laughs) Apples and bonobos. So what my friend says to me is, 
hey, I had this dream last night and I was at the veterinary clinic. Okay. Okay. All and, right. And he's like, my dog, whom I love, who I've had forever, was very sick. This sounds like a setup for a joke. No, this is what. No, I, no, no. I'm, I know it's real that he told you this. I'm just saying it almost sounds like a setup for a joke. Uh, it's it, it. I wish it were a joke, Tyler. <laughs> it would make me feel a lot better because he says the doctor then comes into the room and, and tells him that the dog has to be put down. Oh, I was the doctor. Oh, I killed his dog. Oh, wow. I killed his dog. And then he why was the hell like, did you do that? I, I mean, dude, the, the standard of life for that dog was rough, dude. And the problem is, that. you I did. You walked yep. into it. Yep. And and the yep. deal is, what does that say about the way that he feels about me? I'm the guy who killed his dog. I felt almost like he was mad at me. Mm. Which, you know, in that scenario, whenever somebody's mad at me, I immediately get mad at them. Absolutely. That's the right way to handle it. the only yourself. way to behave. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad I put your dog down. The only way. <laughs> I'll do it again in real life. Yeah. I, um, is it, is it that you are killing his dog or you are taking the responsibility to do what needs to be done? Well, obviously it's his dream, so I can't really speak on that, but I think I was doing it for fun. Mm. Uh, and mm. I think that is something that you just don't say to somebody else. You don't say, Hey, last night I had a dream. You put my dog down. That's a rude thing to say. And it reminded me of the time that a buddy of mine got hired in a restaurant that I used to work at and our our big boss, the first thing she said to him was, you remind me of my dead brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know both of these people, and we'll talk about it all okay. there. Right. And that made me happy. Yeah. When I'm happy, we do the Depression Index. Interesting take. No one cares. What the Depression what Index the is, is a machine that I built with my dead brother, and we're cranking up to let you know how down we are. I'd say about six feet, Tyler. What is going on with you this week? And very quickly, did you take your pills this week? I did, Ryan. Uh, this week, I was at five days. Right, it was not Tyler. my strongest week, but that is after three solid weeks, 21 days straight. Okay, that's fantastic. Mm. So I'm going to give you two of these because... I'm proud of you for staying on track. That is the way that antidepressants work. That is the way that psychotropics work by you keeping them regulated. Thank you. Yeah. Ryan, this week for our depression index, I have a reminder for all of you beautiful people. And I'm talking to all of you. If you can hear my voice, you sexy dog. The beautiful people. Mental. I don't think we can do that. He's been canceled. As a reminder, again, beautiful people. Mental health recovery, hell, mental health in general is almost always a slow crawl and it will so often, much like the dreams we were just talking about, not make any fucking sense. Yeah. You're gonna recover and at times it is gonna feel like you don't even have your grasp on reality. I have been there so many times and just remember that you are still moving forward no matter what you feel like in the moment. But I think to change, you do have to in some way let go of your own reality because your reality which is completely subjective has to change for you to change right because yes. you are thinking those things into existence in a lot of ways oh oh cook alert i'm not pushing oh, it oh my goodness. i stand behind what oh, i'm saying i don't know what all that was i'm standing behind <laughs> what i'm saying yeah yeah singe my eyebrows yeah, sorry about that <laughs> ryan because of a couple Choices I have made this week. I'm going to be patient with myself and I love myself, but I am at a six this week. It's okay, brother. I support you. Spin that wheel. One, two, shouldn't no no and you got into god knows what because you looked pretty rough but you know what i'm feeling pretty rough right now so we're in it together you and i were rough riders well i <laughs> that makes it sound cool yeah that's pretty I, good when I, well when i came downstairs and you saw me for the first time yeah my hair was very much like that of doc from back to no, the future no it no? was it was as if there was some sort of paranormal tarantula <laughs> gripping from behind your head with its legs <laughs> stretching over your face. I don't think I've ever said this to you before that I can remember. I'm like, you look like shit. <laughs> and, and it hurt me the moment that I said it and I apologize for it. It was totally cool. And, and, and you, you looked in bad shape. I was. And I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I was just worried about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> because the way you said it, it was almost like the pressure had been building and it popped. So you're like, 
You look like shit. I was just, I was just worried about you in that minute. You were asking if we could just record tomorrow, which is today, and I was just like, I can't fight with you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, right? Do you need a kidney? Do you see the pain on my face? All right, let's get it up, Tyler. And what I am going to do, bro, I am about to make this show boring as hell. And oh. here's here's the issue. I want to talk about my relationship with meditation. Mm. And it's super important to me. And here's why. We just hit you with the kook alert. So often you and I go off into this, you know, crazy psychedelic, oh, li listen to all this bullshit that they're saying because you and I believe a lot of that stuff. But much like we talked about sage last week and the science behind it, I want to talk about the science behind meditation mm. because it's not something that's unquantifiable. Oh, absolutely. Lots of brain scans, brain studies have sure. been done while people do this. My, I think for me, the greatest example, and I, I forget his name, the guy who can literally control his body temperature, and they did a test where he walked up the beginning of Mount Everest wearing nothing but a pair of pants, and he stayed at the same body temperature through the power of his mind. Wim Hof. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I mean, hey, which we, is incredible. We can review because it just goes to show you what you can do with the power of your mind. And there is so much that we don't understand. What I don't understand is how is that not more recognizable? How is this guy not a, a freaking a, a celebrity based solely on his mutant powers? I can. <laughs> I'm serious. I can. I can, uh, I can give a couple conspiracy theories, but I don't know for sure. I would imagine there's a lot of people out there that don't want this kind of big pharma. <laughs> that don't want this kind of information uh, available to all. So here's what I'm gonna do, okay? I am about to use some very sciencey words, which I know just turn people off. So what I'm gonna do with it is, when I use an unnecessarily scientific word, I'm going to give you a ridiculous sound. So it'll kind of be like oh, a, a push and a pull. Okay. Hopefully I can keep you Neanderthals locked in on this the thing, okay? The one time you do a push and a pull in the room I'm in and I'm down for it. Okay, let's get ready. Masturbation. I understand what you're doing, okay? I'm trying. This is very highbrow and you're ruining it, okay? Let me tell you about meditation, okay? Please. Meditation spurs the production of telomeres. <laughs> now, what those are, are they're the protective caps located at the end of chromosomes, okay? So, meditating Interesting. generates protective caps at the end of your chromosomes, and that is being researched as anti-aging science. Mm, yeah. So there is research that suggests that meditation resists aging. Literally I, slows the aging process Which down. I totally believe. Number two, sure. reduces inflammation in the brain by limiting the productions of cytokines. <sighs> this leads to less stress and anxiety and encourages increased feelings of love and kindness in your brain. What is Who it needs it? meditation that makes you understand that you are connected to everything? It makes you feel more empathetic. It makes you feel kinder. Yeah, it's getting in contact with yourself. And in that, I guess, getting in contact with everything else. We are Ugh. all, yeah, I, I can't hit Ugh. it again. We got too many sounds going on. Regular meditation loosens the neural pathways. <laughs> that, that one is absolutely. <laughs> Between the fear center and the conscious part of our brain, decreasing feelings of fear and anxiety. What were you saying, Tyler? I was just saying, and we've talked about this many times, where when you meditate and when you do all this mental health stuff, as I refer to it, mm -hmm. uh, you are literally, literally, not figuratively, literally, literally uh, decoding, reprogramming your brain. The neurons have to separate where we have formed those habits and we have to reform new neuron pathways building those healthy habits. And creating new thought patterns, which you guys don't realize, and I forget the exact number, it's 70% of the thoughts that we have today, we will have tomorrow. Mm. And that is how you can change. So just very quickly, heart health is improved. <laughs> it helps to overcome addictions. <laughs> it is more powerful than morphine as a painkiller. With that being said, this week I am at, I mean, my life, you know what? It isn't perfect, but man, am I learning to appreciate. Uh, everybody throws that buzzword around, gratitude, but they are, 
but there is something that is your brain is constantly complaining about everything that's happening and you probably have one of the best lives on the planet. So this week, yes, Tyler? Can I make an observation? I would like it if you didn't. I <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Uh -huh. um, we need to be careful with the words that we use in the sense of as you're going into this, this speech of how you are growing, God, I love you for it. You were saying, I'm not perfect. Let's get even get away from that saying. I know you don't mean it literally, but there's no such thing as perfect. Even that is an unconscious standard that we are holding ourselves to. Well, if it doesn't exist, then I'm definitely not perfect, Tyler. This week, I am at a three, one, two, three. Not too bad, Tyler. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Not, you deserve those yeah, three. I brought that upon myself. I, I, I hope that I lived it up with a little, <laughs> with those, with those noises. My first thought was, I think you may have overshot the silly. And I think just much like those scales, the silliness really outweighed the sincerity of what you were sure. <laughs> Honestly, meditation is bullshit. I don't think <laughs> you guys should be doing it. I just want to play some fucking noises. Nailed now, it. Now, Tyler. Get inside this UFO and let's be cautious Ooh. because I'm worried we're going to be talking about the same thing. How are we going to do that? Because I'm sure you, well, yeah, Tyler, cares? let's go to Miami. form of transportation to go down the street. Quite possibly an interdimensional spacecraft, yeah. and you take it to literally go to the grocery We're store. We're going to Liberty City, Tyler, <laughs> and I feel like I'm on the Gravitron. Are we really going to Liberty City? No. Oh. No, I'm terrified. So, here's the deal. I want to talk about Brian Flores, and let, let's explain to people who aren't up on this information. Brian Flores was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, correct? Mm, yes, for three years. For three years, black head coach. Black head coach. Hispanic head coach. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I believe he's from the Dominican Republic. Oh, shit. Don't quote me on that. We can review. He checks two boxes. That's exactly right. Mm. I mean, he is... And bold. Pulls off bold. That's three boxes. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think he looks... He's a good... He pulls off bold well. I think he is a good-looking guy. Now, here's the deal. Very serious. He is a Dolphins football coach who, by anybody's standard, I would say, of the people that I've spoken to, which I'm sure is a very small sample size, of course, we obviously live in Miami, did a pretty freaking good job with the Dolphins. They had their first back-to-back -back winning seasons in decades. Yeah. And after that, after those three seasons that he was here with the team, he was fired in a way that shocked, I, I can't remember us being shocked about a, a sports move in that way. Can you? It, the first time, and this is a point that was made on the Lebetard show, the first time where a coach down here gets fired and people are against that decision. Usually, I when, can't remember that. Usually when coaches are fired, it is with thunderous applause. It's the most popular days in Miami sports history yep. because aside from the heat, that's all we've had to root for yeah. is, oh, this is terrible. We're about to get some hope. Mm -hmm. So yeah, oh, all, all it is is a perpetuation of hope. That's all we've had. No results to speak of, just that hope. But that's what sports is in a lot of ways. Only one person gets to win and what the nfl is great at is making each one of those cities think hey we might be able to do it this year liars as opposed to baseball which two months into it you're like these marlins are yeah. freaking terrible yeah. i could go to the game and get a whole section if i wanted to <laughs> so nope nope mine here's mine. the deal you go over there what do you get all go so here's the deal so this guy is fired he then uh, tyler tell me how this, this story has progressed well he was fired and I'm sure people who aren't even into sports can can imagine it's very difficult for a black man to get a head coaching job in the NFL. There's 32 of them. 32 in coaches. The world. 32 coaches in the world and there is one that has been consistent across the last two decades. Which uh and that is Mike Tomlin who is the head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers who has the Rooney family behind them which had to implement what is called the Rooney rule on the NFL, which is where they have to, at the very least, interview an ethnic candidate. Yep. Do I have that correct? That a is, minority candidate. You have to show proof that you are going into the pool of minority candidates as well. Now, well, we all know minorities don't go into the pool, Tyler. But my question to you is, why do they have to do that, number one? And number two, why is that important? Well... Now you get into conjecture, and even though it seems very obvious to everybody, it's really hard to prove racism is real. It's very easy to just look, look, 
you know, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, can go, look, you know, it just wasn't working out. As he said, from his point of view, he wasn't very popular uh, in the front office area. Yeah. And we got rid of him for that reason. It's very difficult to prove, hey, this guy got rid of me because I'm black. Well, and the biggest problem is, and I think taking this outside of sports, I don't think that racists very often know that they're racist. I so think true. That, that the the most bigoted amongst us are thinking, I'm not a bigot. I just I'm just honest. Yep. I'm just telling you like it is. I don't hate anybody. I just know that black people are like this. I just know that Spanish people are like this. I just know that Asians are from the future. And it's not, it's not even back from the future. And it's not even the conscious thoughts that we have. A lot of these biases that we have are un conscious that's and we that's the don't point that know i mean. that we're doing them very few people think that they are hateful mm -hmm. you know what i mean and a lot of times it's not even hateful we as humans want to be around things that we are familiar with yes. that's why when you go to foreign countries uh, uh koreatown and and uh little italy sure. people congregate into their groups and that's why the moment that i went to jail i <laughs> had to run to my Mexican brethren. <laughs> so those Aryans didn't poke holes inside my esophagi. You were being pulled in two directions. Exactly. Everybody wanted you. Orale, Holmes. I mean, coño carajo. Okay, that's Cuban. Is that Cuban? Yeah, that's Cuban. That doesn't count. Uh, so I, I just think what you're saying is true. We are attracted to, we still have that tribalism in our genes. It's brother. literally our DNA. It is in our DNA because I do believe that there was a time where let's say you and I were living in a tribe and somebody came in that we didn't know. It was beneficial to be weary of this person. Of hey, course. you don't look like what I'm accustomed to. Now that the world has become so small, now that we can travel so easily, now that we are more sophisticated, hopefully that is being let out of who we are more and more, but you're still seeing it in a lot of white people, Tyler. Absolutely. And I think it's going to get the loudest before it fizzles out because the louder you think it'll ever fizzle out, I fizzle out in the sense of the way that we see it now. It seems to be very common. Yeah. It seems to be very, very common. Well, much like wearing shorts in the cold guy, it, that's the way he defines his personality. These people define themselves by, hey, I'm not racist, but I just think you guys should stay over there. Yeah, we are obviously the superior yeah. race, but hey, it's all good. Yeah, Don't worry yeah, yeah. about it. It sucks to suck there, uh, <laughs> oh, minorities. That, that saying yeah. always gets me. It sucks to suck. <laughs> I'll choke you. GG. Uh, <laughs> it's... um. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, it's it really is scary. And I was so naive about how much of a problem this was. And then it 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 showed up while Obama was president and it was loud. But then Trump became president and it Who? really became a fervor. Well, it was used. It, it was at that point in time. And we don't want to attack anybody's political leanings, but it felt like at that time. And, and this is based off of no statistics that it became OK for you to come out as being some form of bigoted. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are extremes. You got, you know, people who will tell, you know, jokes up to Tiki Torch Polo wearing, you know, Nazis. And that's the problem where we find ourselves where uh, very much like the trucker issue happening in Canada, you take these people, this small contingent of people who take these ideas, ideals, and all of a sudden you see a Nazi flag in the background mm. and you're like, what the fuck, man? I can't believe that they co-opted that swastika, man. It used to be such a beautiful thing. It really was. So thanks a lot. Yeah. And you, you ruined that little mustache, so nobody can do that. That's fucked up. It's called the Charlie <laughs> Chaplin and it's it's an homage to him. Yeah. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that we want to surround ourselves with people that look like us and that's not being racist. That is a human characteristic to some degree, but that doesn't mean that we have to sink into it. You know, clubbing a woman over the head and pulling her back to the cave is a human characteristic as well. And I think we should bring it back, Tyler, but that's neither here nor there. And so, that's, that's the problem is we need to consciously work past these things because of, because of the nature of them being unconscious it's going to take a lot of work. And there's a lot of people resisting that change yeah. because it's scary as shit. And why are they also white, Tyler? That's the problem. You really keep touching on that point. Which part? Because <laughs> they're evil, Tyler. They're evil. White people are That's evil. That's right. Oh, stop it. I can't, I can't help but notice that you just said white devil. You keep saying white <laughs> devil. So, so the fact of the matter is, is that I understand right as you've been fired, it looks like sour grapes and everybody will say the same thing. And to a man... I don't think there's anybody out there who doesn't believe him because this guy went public with the idea that there is racism and that his owner 
offered to give him money to throw games. The team's owner. The team's not owner. Not his owner. Steve. That's a different, that's, that's not a thing anymore. I need to work on my, <laughs> I need to work on my nomenclature. The organization's owner. You guys understand. <laughs> See, I'm bigoted and I don't even know it. And <laughs> We're here for each other, bro. Which him offering that $100,000 to lose games, especially where gambling has now become part of the NFL, is problematic at its very core, Tyler. It's when money talks and that is Quite literally the money. And Money Talks is also a website. If you're at work, check out MoneyTalks.com right now. It really, that website really gave me a new appreciation for the fanny pack. Really opened my eyes to all the different uses Absolutely. you could have for the fanny and pack. And why is that guy just carrying a TV everywhere he goes? <laughs> so the fact of the matter is, is that we're about to see some skeletons in some closets. And much like the Jeffrey Epstein thing and all of these powerful people with money and with with a lot of weight behind their name, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not he gets silenced or not. There's a lot of people who stand to benefit by this story not moving any further forward. Absolutely. It is societal change versus the money not wanting it to change. Which one wins? And I have just one last little sports fact, since we don't normally talk about sports. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, you heard of him? Yeah, yeah white, he's the white guy, guy. Who throws the the football. The foosball, mm -hmm, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Uh just retired. He did. 22 years. Incredible career, best quarterback of all time, I think by anybody's, you know, standard. I think a lot of people moving forward will view him uh as the greatest American uh sports sports uh personality entity, of all time, for yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I just thought this was interesting and it makes sense. But Tom Brady has more rings than any other football team, including the Patriots. <laughs> That's so awesome. I mean, that is so, to go and win one in Tampa so you now have more rings than the team you left, that's baller that shit, That is a man. baller Th move. That is, I, I That's mean, mic drop shit right hats there. Hats off, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, he was on the team against my team in the division for all but two of those years. Yeah. So, Tom Brady, boop, boop. Mm. And uh, and it'll be interesting to see what he gets into next. Speaking of what we get into next, Tyler, let's take a little break. Let's come back and let's give it to him. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it. But part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up. So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So, what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible, so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys two lovers forbidden from one another the war divides their people and a mountain divides them apart Build a path to be together. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, there it goes. You hate. Secret I know that you have a segment that you like to do. I like to do all my segments. 
where it is just where you feel bad for someone. Except that one time you guys waffled me at the other house. That uh, was an uncomfortable we situation. We were talking about that last Ugh. night. That was unenjoyable. That was a very, that put me in a weird place. I would say <laughs> that that would have been a perfect example of oof. Yeah. So do you have a follow-up on that? No, that was more of a ooh. For those who don't know, back at the old uh, the old studio, they had to waffle me, which means I had to lie down on a table with my shirt off and they put like butter and syrup all over me. <laughs> and it got really, really weird. It turned into a hazing situation. It, it did. It, it was did. Very, it was, yeah. It it realized it made me realize I'm not equipped for college. No. I wouldn't have survived no. any of that shit. And we have it on camera, so. We don't talk about it. Ooh. 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 Oh, Ryan, that's a big old ooh. Session 106. Bill Belichick, as we have alluded to and talk, mm. spoken about before. Big old oof to Bill Belichick, specifically the coach of the New England Patriots. Maybe maybe the most interesting part of that story. Absolutely. Although the beginning paid $100,000 to lose each game is pretty up there. But for Bill Belichick, he is just caught in the crossfire, baby. He didn't want any part of this. And he just accidentally did something that is so incredibly human. And, and understandable, for sure. So understandable. And so, as we were talking about before with Brian Flores, he was getting interviewed, black head coach in the NFL. He was getting interviewed by multiple teams to become the next head coach. One of those teams being the New York Giants. G-Men. Thank you. Sure. And so he went in for an interview, but before going into the interview, he received a text message from his previous boss, Bill Belichick, which was congratulating him on getting the Giants job. The text was meant for Brian Dabal, the white guy who had already been chosen for the position prior to Flores even getting the interview. So just to wrap that up, it is basically... He was getting ready to go into an interview, and before he had gone, maybe the best coach of all time is texting him saying, congratulations on the job. You must think, whoa. Wow, this is incredible. And then he realized, wait, this is not for me. And here's the most interesting part of that whole story. Bill Belichick literally sent that text to the only person that he couldn't send it to. If he had sent it to anybody else, it wouldn't have been an issue. He sent it to the person that it was going to. That shit is crazy. That is divine intervention if I've you ever seen ain't it. even wrong, So, bro. Bill Belichick. Ooh. Ooh. Oof. Ooh. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I don't think we should play that anymore. All right, Tyler. That is... I, I, I'm going to go wash my ears out with soap. Uh, that is uh, a segment that you've done a handful of times. Let's get into a segment that we were doing before the show started. Let's do. Shameful. Mm. All right, Tyler, normally you go first under these circumstances. Well, so you always let the lady go first. Absolutely. I and I put my jacket on the puddle and you step on it. And now my jacket's fucked up. Forever. <laughs> and now so you owe me a new jacket. How does, why <laughs> couldn't we have just walked around it? Why did I have to give up my outerwear? And I'm going to do shameful admissions. Is that something that people used to do? We can review because people were idiots back then. That's so stupid. Yeah. They, I mean, they also were like smoking asbestos. So <laughs> what are you going to do? Lead paint, baby. Asbestos that could. Ryan session one Oh six, my shameful admission is car sickness. Okay. Now, you're going to think to yourself, car sickness, what's the big deal? I know plenty of people who have motion sickness. My car sickness, my motion sickness, is so bad, I have written down here, I am basically like that of a baby with vertigo. Sure. I am a newborn little infant that has been given the worst case of vertigo you have ever seen. What? Causes car sickness. What? Why do you think that you're so susceptible to all of this? It's just motion sickness because I get it when I'm on a boat. I get okay. it when I'm, you know, you remember that famous story of that famous story that you were there for when we were on the wave runners out in the sure. ocean and we stopped to take in the view and uh, those waves were getting a little choppy. And you were just blowing pineapple chunks all over the water. Uh, yes, I hadn't eat though, eaten the pineapple yet. Oh. And so my stomach was completely empty and I thought, hey, you know what will settle this? It's a pineapple. Some, some bright <laughs> yellow pineapple. <laughs> Let's drop some acid into my stomach. And at one point, he was puking so violently off the back of the jet ski, mm -hmm. it looked like it was moving it. Oh, yeah. It looked like that's what was powering the jet ski. Pineapple power! So, yes, my motion sickness is so 
terrible. And last I checked, they don't even know exactly what causes causes motion sickness. Yeah. There are theories. Like an inner ear situation. Inner ear situation relative to where our brain yeah. is in our eye. Whatever the case Your is. Your gyroscope is fucked up. I'm all fucked up yeah. with motion sickness. And yeah. to the point where I was hungover yesterday, took a Uber home because I didn't want to drive. I knew I was going to go out and drink. Yeah. Got such bad motion sickness that I am in the back doing breathing exercises. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> ah. And the Uber driver's like, this guy's going to fucking puke in my car. Well, I am trying to play it cool. I f- I'm closing my eyes. I have my head on my on my head, and I'm just breathing, and I finally get it under control. My curiosity gets the better of me. I open my eyes to see where we are, and it all comes crashing down on me. She got to hear a very loud... <laughs> And, oh. and at that point, I rolled the window down, stuck my head out, and the cold air hitting me in the face really helped out a lot. Chunky. So I just I just laid my head on the- uh, That's on the fucking road. shameful, and I wish, I, <laughs> I wish you'd kept that to yourself. So. But I didn't throw up. All right, my dog. Just gave her the scare. All right, well, for my shameful admission, and you know this, I can go for hours- Snoozing an alarm, Tyler. I put just random bullshit as alarms, and then it pops up. Haven't and you I, done this one already? I, hold on, I'm not done yet. Oh, excuse me. I can go for hours snoozing an alarm, <laughs> okay, okay? okay? Now, here's the shameful part, because that annoys the shit out of everybody. You walk away from your phone, that's wah, wah, wah. Yes, it does. It's terrible. Yeah. Everybody hates it. Yeah, and these are thin walls. Here's right? the shameful... Oh, these are thin walls thin over walls. here, Tyler. And here's the shameful part about it. I'd say made-up stats 70 to 80% of the time. Never even do what my alarm is. <laughs> I just put it on for tomorrow. I am just the worst kind of person. Is and it for a, that? I'm ashamed. Is it a public display of responsibility? Like, yeah. look, I set these alarms. I've got my life figured out. I'm obviously doing something. <laughs> and that is shameful admissions, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that is done. We are barreling towards the end of this show, Tyler. We really only have one thing left. Mm-hmm. And that is... All right, Ryan, let's just dive right into it and get into our good. Holy shit, 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 shit. All right, I like that. Ryan! That's like the Kool-Aid man from the future. Ryan, for our good, I have some animal news. Monarch butterflies. Oh, shit, Have you heard of them? I have. I actually did a story on this about a year and a half ago where their numbers in 2019 or 2020 had plummeted drastically. Dwindling. Back in the 90s, some upwards of three to 10 million butterflies would make the trip to California during the cold months. Okay. Back in 2019, that number had dropped to 2,000. Oh, wow. That's crazy. The monarchy has fallen. This is a serious subject, but Sorry I like what that. you just did right Sorry there. About that. So it was a mixture, it was a bitter, bittersweet what you just did. I understand. Did. Uh, this year, or excuse me, in 2021, the number had jumped up to about 250,000. That's beautiful. From 2000. Based on what? California's Xerxes Society of Invertebrate Conservation, that's a mouthful, Sure. announced that with the help of volunteers, it counted a quarter of a million butterflies. Now remember, the number back in the 90s used to be three to 10 million. Yeah. So we still have a lot of work to do, but scientists had genuinely believed that the number had gotten so low, that's it, there is no more recovering, it's gonna collapse, and yet here we are. Well, I think social media helped out a lot with this because I know a, a, a friend of mine who you know, was buying milkweed and doing mm-hmm. her best to help out with this with this problem. And there is something to be said about awareness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fix problems, but it genuinely does help. That's how we got prostate cancer under control. That's good news, Ryan. <laughs> Execute order 66. Now for our bad, Ryan. Oh, wow, that was evil in nature. You know what that's from, right? Nope. Star Wars. John Nerds Luke Picard? Nerds attack. Yeah, I don't care. Ryan Star Wars is boring. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Ryan Facebook just saw the largest single day loss in market value in US history the other day. And how much was that? $232 billion. I'm gonna be honest. That's more than I make in a year, Tyler. Just a bit. A, a scotch. A scotch more. Simply because a less than what was expected revenue forecast, which was blamed by Zuck himself, motherfucking Zuckerberg. Zuckhold. It was reported by him <laughs> that Sorry. 
people, the younger generation is wanting to spend their time elsewhere, namely TikTok. Yeah, that is right. Well, the metaverse is going to save us all, Tyler. And luckily, we have him at the head, a uh, big shiny forehead of our circumstances. He and spent good money on that forehead, Ryan. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like marble that forehead. Yes, and they lost two hundred and thirty-two billion in a day. And now, another worrying fact is the seven the the seven biggest drops in market value ever happened in the last two years. That, I think, is a bit of a problem. In terms of, I don't understand all of the money stuff. What does that mean? That's okay. All it's showing is that these companies are accruing more and more and more wealth and value. The fact that these companies can lose this much money is in and of itself a fucking problem. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. When I hear this and I understand what it is that you're saying, my mind goes to much like, you know, when the banks ran out of money and then they just, you know, gave themselves money. I don't feel like, I feel like at some point we're going to be talking about how this was just a blip on the radar. I don't absolutely. see that as doing anything but growing and growing and growing. Oh, absolutely. And that is the problem. Yeah, that I is know. the problem. Metaverse, save us. Yeah. They have lost also 10 billion in the last year simply from the money they're pumping into the metaverse. Kind of like when Netflix was getting started, sure. they always functioned at a loss because they were just pumping all their money into it. And that's the point that I was trying to make in a lot less eloquent of way. I, I see these big losses and my mind immediately goes to, they're just powering up for the next run. Yep. And then you can get into stock buybacks and all that kind of uh, immoral shit, but we will not do that here, right? Nope, no interest. Money's good. You want to get into our interesting? Let us. Interesting and entertaining. <laughs> Weird. I love that laugh. How about that? Ryan, this is something that I'll hopefully be bringing up you updates on again and again and again in the foreseeable, foreseeable future. The James Webb Telescope, Ryan, you heard of it? I have heard of it. It has arrived at its destination in space. The sun shield has been unfurled and we are only weeks away from this thing getting to work. I think Sunshield is where I have my life insurance. Do I have that incorrectly? <laughs> I, I hate you so much. I understand. Much. I hate it when it's not <laughs> my... Why you. am I not in center stage, Tyler? <laughs> I hate you so much. So, so now this is like the Hubble telescope. This is a telescope... I was just going to say, tell the audience what it is. Well, the Hubble... Oh, I, I, you're telling me. The Hubble telescope is a telescope that has been launched into... Espacio, do well, I have that correct? The Hubble telescope was launched in 1990. That is the telescope that the world has been using sure. for these last, holy shit, it's been 30 years. I don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, so this- Wait a minute, 40 years? In the 1980s? No, it was launched in 1990. Oh, oh forgive me, yep. 30 years. Okay, and now this is the next iteration. This is the evolution sure. of that. And it is so awesome, the all the things that happened with the it. The Hubble has burst. First of all, the multiverse theory. You heard of that? I've seen Spider-Man, sure. A little confusing. <laughs> a little confusing, if I could be honest. It's just not part of the Marvel Universe or the Spider-Man Universe. It is also a legitimate theory. The last paper that was published by Stephen Hawking was on the multiverse theory. It's much like black holes. It's just so hard to wrap my mind around. Absolutely. I do understand the words that you're using, but in the context, it's hard for my brain to be like, yep, I get that. Absolutely, much yep. like infinity, like the universe is infinite. We can understand the concept, but our human brains are not built to grasp true infinitum. Of course. This thing is so powerful, it will be able to view past the atmosphere of planets in other solar systems. We will be able to see inside the atmosphere of planets. Do we want this? I don't know. Do we want this? I, this man. I don't know. What a tangled web we weave. You know what I'm saying? It's true. And this thing is so precise and the instruments are so delicate that it needs to operate at a temperature of negative 350 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 212 degrees Celsius. Which should be fine out in space. Correct. Isn't it? Correct. But yeah. that's what the sun shield is for yeah. because while you're in the cold, yeah. frigid temperature of space, you also got that big ball of fire behind you. Are we still doing that? <laughs> we still are. Yeah, how about that? So you have this thing that needs to operate at these unbelievably cold temperatures. It's going to see into these planets. And as I said on the last time I talked about this, it uses infrared 
which is something the Hubble telescope doesn't have. And particles, dust, all these little things can block visible light from reaching us. Obviously. Infrared can see right through. Insane, man. So, I mean, what a time to be alive. It's I know incredible. We make, I know we make jokes all the time, but man, we're living in the future. We are the mother elfin Jetsons, brother. It's going to be incredible. And and the thing is, I didn't. this is a question I didn't even know I had. Who's going to be choosing what this thing's going to be looking at? Who gets to decide that? Uh, good question. The choice is actually made by a bunch of different scientists, much like Hall of Fame votes are done by journalists and people in the biz. Uh, scientists from across the world submit their ideas, and there is about 60,000 hours up for grabs right now. It's like a peer-reviewed kind of thing where you don't want to just go through one person's prism. Absolutely. You, you want to go through a group of intelligent people. Every sci Not every scientist, but thousands, I believe, sci of scientists across the world get some input on where this thing is going to look. That's fantastic. Yeah, I would like to get some input on where the sun don't shine. And... <laughs> And this is a multi-international work between sure. all these different organizations, again, across the world. Yeah. So and, no, and we'll all benefit from it. Everybody's going to benefit, but also no one country gets to decide where it's going to look, so it's open to all sides. I say North Korea. Is that too crazy? North Korea would just have it pointed back at North Korea. Look at us, how amazing oh, we are. Oh, that guy is well jung. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that, Ryan, we're wacky. I'm gonna have to make an apology to scientists everywhere soon. And, and North Korea. <laughs> no. And that, Ryan, is GBI. Fantastic, Tyler. I, I can't talk enough about that telescope, man. It is just—I'm so excited for the the prospect of what it can deliver. I, I think it is pretty crazy time to be alive, and man, it, we are living in the time of information. And where will this end up? Oh, I guess we're we're gonna find out. It's we're living in science fiction, man. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the the idea of why haven't we seen aliens yet? Why haven't we found aliens yet? And the way that we can view the universe is the equivalent of going up to the ocean, taking a glass of water, scooping a cup of it out, and going, "Oh, look, no fish." There's obviously no fish in the ocean. There's a little plankton in there moving around. I I, I don't know. I don't trust that seawater. Right now, it's a cup. As our technology advances, it'll become a swimming pool, then a lake, then an ocean, and who knows, man? Don't who knows? I don't trust that ocean. <laughs> and Tyler, you know, who, you know who else I don't trust is our listeners, but I appreciate them being here nonetheless. I imagine they would steal my identity given the right opportunity. You got to stop giving your social security number out. 595. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Tyler and I, uh, we, we love you guys. We're so happy that you're here with us every week. And tell them how they can reach out and touch us, Tyler. Oh, God. Uh, well, we... Put a little hole right in the side wall over sure, here. Sure. But you should go to thoseguysyouhate.com, and uh, we have a, a hole filled with glory there. Yep. And you can click on all the buttons and YouTube sure. and Spotify and Apple and subscribe and tell us how much you love us. Digitally kick our foot from the other stall. Tyler. <laughs> I have a white stance, Ryan. What is the moral of the story? Oh, and don't forget about that little voicemail button. Bottom right of the screen, hit that, leave us a voicemail. Tell us all the amazing things you want us to know. Ryan, for session 106, I'm going to say it is acknowledge the brighter side. I still get caught up scrolling through Reddit. I am a social media user in Reddit, and I always find myself traversing the news panels. Sure. And God, if that is not a, a, a cocktail for depression. I avoid that at all costs. It is super negative. Yeah. And so it's very easy, super, super easy to get caught up in the negative and all the things that are being pumped into our faces constantly by the news and the news and all these different uh, areas. But don't forget that there is a beautiful side to life and there's the majority of people on earth are good. That is my belief. Not the ones I know. The, ma the majority of people on earth are good as far as I know. So don't forget that this stuff is by algorithm being put in front of you to keep you this way. So don't forget that there are amazing people out there. Things are great in so many respects. And um, and don't let the negative get you down. I love it. What about you, Ryan? What's the moral of the story? Moral of the story this week for me is nobody cares about your dreams. They're weird and wacky and you got serious problems. And just keep that shit to yourself. I think that really as we're learning more and more about self-help and we're learning about just becoming more comfortable with ourselves, I think what we're realizing is that you got to keep it all in. You don't, you don't let it out to other people. And if I killed your dog in a dream, keep it to yourself. If we're in a relationship and I did something bad to you in your dream, I don't want to fucking hear about it. 
None of that matters to Tyler or me. No. And, and no. And we, we, we still. He does not speak for me. We still appreciate you guys being he here. He tries to. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. <laughs> As you were so kind to point out yesterday, I do it for you all the time, so it's all good. I don't think you're supposed to say that part. <laughs> but you, I'm just repeating what you said. When doing something nice for someone else, you're not supposed to say it. You know what I mean? You're not allowed to say it's it. It's already been done did. Like Rob Schneider, <clears throat> right? Rob Schneider? Rob is Schneider is a stapler. Altruistic. So so here's my problem with this, and, and I'm delving into realms that i probably shouldn't but i feel like no matter what your take on the vaccine or you know on whether it's pro or negative totally good with it my problem is when you know the most out of everybody in the whole world everybody's thinking about it but the person who is at the culmination of information rob schneider <laughs> that you know when you're just so, you're so positive that's yeah. I think that's really... Uh, yeah, the absolutism about it, where it's not coming out here and trying to have a discussion and let's throw back ideas uh, back and forth. A nuance. It's... Chupa me finger. Yeah, it's... I'm going to come out and I'm going to tell you yeah. what's up. And that's... I, I, come on, bruh. I guess that that is where we're at just in general, right? Like, that's the problem with the world right now, where people will say, hey, this is what I believe on masks, on vaccines, on race, on unity. Mm -hmm. But I could be wrong. Not real. I, I could... Which part? Unity. Oh, okay. <laughs> can't spell it without you and I, Tyler. Um, That's accurate. Can't spell Tyler without T-Y. So. Whoa. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That's not how we spell that around that here. too inside baseball. But the problem is you come off. I, I don't know much about the Rob Schneider thing, but. But you, you come off as a dickhead. Well, that's definitely something that we that could easily be looked up because there's a recording of, of it out there. Um, it's not a Twitter situation. Usually, this is where these celebrities hang themselves no, is on Twitter. I'm almost positive he did it while on stage, like because he does stand up and whatnot. But I could be wrong. Maybe it was through social. We can media. review. We yeah. can review. We'll check it out. Yeah. Wait. I am the fall of one of our greatest icons. I'm trying to think of a Rob Schneider joke, but there's not a lot of puns that work with Schneider. Wait, time out. can't time out during a podcast just did no there's no crying in baseball it's like, sure like a, there is there's like a what if, you get, what if you get dirt in your i'm eye? doing it right now i oh gosh anyway. i know i'm sorry bro i'm sorry i just my throat has been off for the last couple of weeks oh i wasn't even reacting to that i didn't even notice oh oh thanks for pointing it out though sure. gross okay speaking of rab schneider is a dolphin um and i'm hoping he has a good year this year I have recognized something this week, and I would like to bring it up on the podcast. Perhaps you're familiar with this already because it just kind of, you know, all of a sudden appeared to me. You know how these things work where it's just like all of a sudden. Divine the, intervention. The scales are torn from your eyes, and, and you're like, wait a minute. I've been doing this my whole life. The scales have been torn from your eyes? Do you know what that is? No. Uh, scales, I believe it's like in uh, the La Lady Justice or Lady Liberty, the the. Oh, oh, I see what I you're believe, saying. I believe that's what it is. I thought you meant like you were a lizard person and you had scales over your eyes and you'd finally remove them and been like, oh my God, I am the conspiracy. I am Illuminati. 
<laughs> the word naughty will always ruin anybody saying something Terrible. serious. Much like schlong. You know, if you're throwing schlong in your dirty talk. But naughty's a legitimate word. Schlong's just goofy. Schlong's legitimate. Yeah. It, I mean, I mean, F me with your big schlong isn't very sexy. If Urban Dictionary has taught me anything, and it's taught me everything, <laughs> schlong is real, baby. So here is where I'm trying to get with this. I argue. Points I don't even agree with. I find myself arguing, I'll be in the middle of this real heartfelt defense of something that I genuinely don't believe. What's up with that? And obviously, that's a big part of this show. Obviously, it seems like I'm I'm, I'm bringing this up for content, which I am. You are, yes. But it's also 100% true. Oh, yeah. And, and this week, it happened to me, and I was... Shocked by it. Mm. Not not shocked by it, but you know what I mean? I never really thought about that before. Or you have a moment of self-awareness. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, I've been doing this forever. How do I stop that? Oh, that's how you stop it. You okay. acknowledge it Good. in the moment. No, you're, no, no. I mean, thinking about it. Oh, how do I stop oh, noticing it? Oh, um, you ever tried meth? Sure. Okay, <laughs> okay well, <laughs> I'm out of ideas. One time on accident, Tyler. <laughs> that's right. So why do you think that is? Why do you think that I... I, I do like debate. And I don't like really arguing with people, but I do like bouncing ideas back instead of just being complacent, being like, yeah, you're right. Well, I think you also enjoy the high of the combativeness that comes with it. I like the I like the psychological back and forth. That's what conversations are. I mean, unless you're like throwing down, punching each other in the jaw, get your point across. Which I am, Tyler. Okay, what else? What else do we have here? What else? I got to get into show mode, man. I'm just like talking in slow motion. I mean, nothing about what I said. No response to my no, thing. No, I, I mean, what you're saying is it just seems just flat out true. I don't know what else to say to that other than yes, Tyler. All right. You know what else I have to say about that, Tyler? And this will also shock you. I have been listening to Dateline. Mm. actually haven't brought this up in quite a while 1983 just came in its pants tyler i have been listening to dateline and here's the big news because i've just heard them so much it's you know you kind of start running out of things to bring up oh i thought you were gonna say it's driven you to kill i feel like i could successfully kill someone i'm sure i really do like i feel like although your beard would probably give you away because all, all those hair follicles would just Stay there. Latex bodysuit, Tyler. Mm. Latex bodysuit. You have to keep your skin cells, your hair cells. That is of utmost importance. And I think we hear all the time about the murders that have been solved. What is the ratio of murders that go unsolved? I'm imagining that it's very high. I would imagine it's very high. I, I think the percentage is probably a lot higher than we want to know. Well, and the people who know that information are never going to tell us because it would make them look bad. And what kind of a dateline <laughs> would that be at the very end? They're like, we don't have no fucking clue. Like, well, that's the one. Do time, you guys know anything? That's the one time you ran out of datelines. You switched over to unsolved mysteries, got to the end. They didn't solve it. That, and you got upset. That, sh that, shines a, <laughs> that shines a pretty sickening light on me that I listen to a show called unsolved mysteries. And I'm like, where is the ending <laughs> robert stack you can't just leave me hanging here like this i didn't like it. it and it was weird because it was about bigfoot and i'm like they didn't catch him <laughs> so anyway just my big news on this and why i well i'll tell you first my big news on this is i have finished it and i have started all over again uh, yes. wow congratulations and why i think this is interesting is because of the compulsive nature in which I am listening to these like a drug, Tyler. Yeah. Like a drug, I am chewing them up and I am spitting them out. Well, one day when you're in court for, you know, the massacre that you have committed, you are going to be saying into the microphone, well, if you will go to season one, episode 26 of Dateline, sure. you will know that this evidence Mark. is fraudulent. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I rest my case. And you know what? What the hell? Make sure you use walkie-talkies, okay? If you're trying to collude with somebody for a murder, uh, go walkie-talkies. Yeah. They can't use that against you. A That's little, right. Just a little bonus information right That's there That's right. For and, you. and going back to your first tip, wear a latex bodysuit. Sure. The murder is difficult enough, and now I got to do it with an erection? Are you kidding me right now? Cut out the fucking dick, Tyler. Shave your dick and cut out a hole in the bottom. I think that defeats the purpose. And you also got a murder weapon, Tyler. <laughs> I am, here's the last thing that I have for the pregame, okay? This is something, and I wonder if this would bother you, because I am fucking over it. And here is the problem with technology, okay? It's, it's, it's raising us up like the fatted calf, like a little veal parmesan, Tyler. I am so lazy now that, you know how you hate getting phone calls? 
I do, oh God, I hate it. Uh, and a lot of people will agree with that. Ugh. I am now beyond that. I hate getting text messages. I now can't even fucking deal with text messages. Yeah. This is what's happened to us. Right now, I'm opening up my phone. I don't love them either, I'll admit. I'm reaching the age where I don't love it. I have 45 unseen text messages on my phone right H now. How is that little red bubble right there not driven you insane? I don't care about the phone. I, I don't have that kind of compulsive nature with my phone. That's, Interesting. that's the point that I'm bringing up. And I now use my text messages like an answering machine. Mm. I'll come back and I'll do as many of them as I can. Sometimes I can't, I just can't anymore, bro. You seem a little bit backlogged. I can't anymore. Yeah, I, I know. I'd offer to help, but God, I don't want to see your wiener. I need God some only form knows. of, oh, Tyler, no. I am just no. uh, splashing it out there, mm. if it were. Splash. Uh, I, I, you can't do another show sound effects. <laughs> that was real DIY. You can't man, this is a terrible podcast. We're in pregame, so we're yeah. okay, but right. holy shit, man. We'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> Let's do some worse work moving forward.